and welcome to Geeksters, the Amazing Spider-Man 2 spoilerific episode. I'm your host, Ed. I'm your host, Sean. And tonight, we are going to talk about the Amazing Spider-Man 2. Or I like to call it the Spectacular Spoiler, spoiler Spider-Man. <laughs> um, yeah, so... Um, well, first, I'd like to take this time just to kind of go. Today is May 8th, and I'm an uncle for a second time. Yay! My, my nephew's name is Lucas Jensen. Jensen, named after Jensen Eccles from Supernatural. I can't believe my sister got away with that. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's because Bob wants, my brother-in-law Bob wants to call him LJ. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm like, all right, well, good for you. So yeah, he was born today, so I am an uncle for a second time. Congratulations. So now I have my two nephews, Lucas and Logan. There you go. We're Logan and Lucas. The two L's. Yeah, two L's. LL. What, what? LL. L square. Yeah. <laughs> it was funny. My sister made a comment. My mother passed away back in 2011. Yeah. And when Logan was born, he's four. Mm-hmm. Um, like four years, I guess four years ago, my my mom told my sister that she was going to bring back boys into the family because I was the first male born on my side of the family since my grandfather, my mom's mother. Yeah. My mom's father. <laughs> my mom's mother was my grandfather. <laughs> I must be from the South. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, two boys. Yay. Yay. So oh, cool. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> He's a, he's, and my birthday being May 10th, I already know he came out screaming. He was moody. I'm like, he's just like his uncle. <laughs> you know, he was he was all fine and dandy because he was late. He was supposed to be on the 3rd, and then they said maybe the 4th. And then he went to the, my, she had to be induced on Wednesday, the 7th. Yeah. And then he decided, you know, fuck that, I'm coming out now. <laughs> but he came out under protest. <laughs> I'm like... Yeah, because he was all chilling and sleep, you know, just minding his own business. You guys ripped him out of his house. That's right. I'd be pissed too. <laughs> <laughs> She's got a decent man cave in there. Like probably widescreen TV, you know, <laughs> pool table. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, let's get on with the show. All right. I just want to mark that time, date and time for posterity. There you go. <laughs> Since we didn't have a podcast four years ago, I wouldn't be able to go, yeah, my, my nephew Logan, uncle for the first time, yay. But, uh. So, yeah, so Ed and I went and saw The Amazing Spider-Man 2. Now, before we start on our review, well, if those people who listen to our show on Sunday nights live on AquanetRadio.com or TuneIn or iHeartRadio or TuneIn.com. Yeah. Yeah. Close enough. enough, Whatever. (laughs) uh, Or the podcast knows that, you know, this past week we reviewed it and we Mm -hmm. both didn't really like it. No. Now, and we also did promise that we do a spoilerific Episode, yeah, episode so we can bitch and complain. And <sighs> Now, before we went to go see the movie, Ed insisted that we watch the first one. Yes. And I I grew up reading Spider-Man. So when I saw Amazing Spider-Man, I was like, I was pissed. Yeah. Like, I didn't like how Andrew Garfield played Peter Parker as a punk kid who not only didn't seem to kind of grasp the concept of great power comes great responsibility because he never had the guilt of his actions ever come back and bite him on the face, Mm -hmm. bite him on the ass because, okay, yes, Uncle Ben got shot and killed, but in the comic books and in history, it's that moment where he gets, he chases down the bad guy, grabs him, and then realizes by looking him face to face, that's the guy I let go earlier. Yes. You know, 
Here in the first movie, he never got it because all it was was a, an artist sketch, mm-hmm. and that oh, there's a, a, a there's a tattoo on his left arm of a star, right? And that kind of made him go on his big whole like hunt down for blonde hair guys with tattoos kind of thing, right? Um, and then by the end of the by the second half of the movie, he stopped doing that. He's, yeah, he stopped doing that because, like I said, I think I swear I think the whole Amazing Spider-Man the first movie happened like in a weekend. Yeah. You know, for some reason, because <laughs> you did three days, it'd be great. Yeah, a week, three days, I'll take a break. Um, you know, of course, in that time, Gwen, he has Gwen Stacy, uh, Captain Stacy, he gets killed. You know, after finding out Peter Parker's, you know, right. Fate, you know, that he's, hey, look, your Spider-Man will take care of Gwen for me and keep her, keep, basically, dude, I like you, I understand what you're doing, keep my daughter out of it. Right. As he's dying. Mm-hmm. So, that, to me, kind of was like, all right, that kind of happened to comic books, except instead of being the lizard, it was Doc Ock. You know, but all right, case in point, though, moment in history, Captain Stacy dies, knowing Peter Parker, Spider-Man, basically says, keep my daughter out of it. Right. You know, so, now... I so of course you know Ed's giggling like a schoolboy because I'm pretty much <laughs> screaming at the TV going what the, no oh come on you know I wasn't even pissed about the suit at this point because the movie was so bad the movie was great and I was like you know I just didn't like well, the suit right. you know I could kind of like look beyond that yeah but it was like well this is wrong I didn't like this I didn't like that and the suit sucks <laughs> like the, the least the least thing so it was two hours of him bitching through Spy- Amazing Spider-Man one. Yes. So, so we go to the theater, and the whole time I'm just keep going to myself, please be, please be good. Please don't suck. Please don't suck. Please don't suck. And I was trying to do comparisons, like, you know, like the Spider-Man 2 was better than the Spider-Man in, in, in Tobey Maguire years, and mm-hmm. Empire Strikes Back was a better movie in Star Wars than, you know, <laughs> Star Wars. And, of course, the whole time I'm like, now it's going to suck. <laughs> <laughs> so, so we settle in, and the... The one thing we didn't touch on Sunday was the Annie preview. Yeah, oh, yes. How how bad does that movie look? <laughs> now I remember seeing the movie, and I liked the movie Punjab and Annie and you know Carol Burnett's in it. Right. This one looked like it had no singing, no dancing. They completely took. I mean, Jamie Fox. I think the only reason why they played that pre- trailer is because Jamie Fox is an Amazing Spider Man. Right. So I figured, well, that's probably his next movie. So let's push it by showing clips from it. And he instead of playing uh, Daddy Warbucks, he plays Benjamin Sachs, like Sachs of the Benjamins kind of thing. <laughs> like, uh, okay, you couldn't just be Daddy Warbucks. You you had to go, you know, totally different. You totally different. You had to wrap it up, I guess you kind of say, and that's R A P P, not W R A P. So um, he looks like he plays like a, a, a mayor or a senator. He's trying to he's trying to be elected, is what it is. He's like in a campaign. Like yeah, and because he saves Annie from getting hit by a truck, everyone's like, "Oh my god, he's got this heart." So I guess they decide his 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 publicist right decides that she should stay with him or spend time with him. So yeah, that way. good good press, and right. therefore I'll help you get elected because your points went up for saving the kid. Cameron Diaz is in it. She plays the head of the whole. The whole Orphanage. Mm-hmm. It just, I mean, I don't think a word was uttered during that trailer, even with the jokes. I think people were too stunned going, you got to be kidding me. Right. I was sitting there going, wait, I, I knew they were making, remaking Annie. Where's the singing? Where's the dancing? Where's the, I mean, of course they had Jay-Z's, you know, it's a hard knocks life for us, yeah. which I like that song. And I'm like, yeah, right, the Jay-Z thing. And I'm just like, I, I, I can't. 
I can't believe it. This movie is going to bomb. It's coming out Christmas, too. Yeah. I'm like, oh, it's so bad. It looks so bad. Yeah. You know? But anyway, um, so lights, you know, dim. This movie starts, and I'm like, please, please don't suck. Right. Opens up kind of pretty much on Pete's dad. Mm-hmm. And it's the whole, like, and there's a scene in Amazing Spider-Man where he has, he, it's the moment where Pete's playing hide-and-seek, and, seek and right. he calls dad, and he comes up into the office and sees his office in shambles, and t- picks up Pete and him and the Parkers, go to Ben and Aunt May. Right. And drop him off. Well, this is kind of like five minutes before that actual moment right. where he's talking to a camera and basically, you know, talks about like, oh, it's all that. If they find out about my research, we're fucked. Kind yeah, of thing. Right. You know, like, so then, okay, fine. Okay, that's interesting. Enough of its own. Right. So, but then they do what was like, like 15, 20 minutes of following the Parkers. Right. And, the, and what I can only describe is a James Bond fight scene on a plane. <laughs> I was thinking that when I saw yeah, it. Yeah. yeah, I'm like, there's... They're on a private jet. It's just the two of them. Which you don't know even have... Like, how do they could afford a private jet? Right, right. That That's the thing that was kind of like... Like, like you questioned it like right. right away. It was like, well, how are they on this private jet by themselves? And they're flying. And he's on his laptop doing work. He's, yeah, he's... he's. They're going to up... Um, actually, he's just doing work. Yeah. Yeah. And then Mrs. Parker goes to the potty. Yeah. And then the co-pilot comes out from the thing and he's washing his hands because it's a you know, private plane. There's a sink, obviously. Right. Okay, I've never known a private plane to have a sink outside of the bathroom. Yeah. So, Parker, um, it's Ray Parker? What's, what's Ray? Not Ray Parker. Ray Parker Jr. Is, <laughs> are you going to call? Are you going to call? Spider-Man. Um, ah, shit, I can't think of Pete's dad's name. Is it Robert? Robert and Mary? I think so. I think so. so. Yeah. Okay. Richard, Richard, Richard Parker. Parker, Richard Parker. <laughs> so Richard Parker notices that the co-pilot's washing his hands, washing off blood. Yeah. Which, again, I'm like, why would he even? Buy? I mean, okay, granted, he's coming back to kill the Parkers. Yeah. Why would you pause to wash your hands? Why not just pull out the gun and go pop, pop? All right. End the story. But no, they needed this huge fight scene. I mean. Like okay, when did when did Pete's dad know how to box? Right, know how to fight, and the planes on this nose die because the pilot's dead. Right, mom comes out of the bathroom and hits the bad guy over the head, and there's this big scramble. <coughs> and now it's 2014. Fifteen years ago would have been what 2008. Fifteen years ago would yeah, have been 1999. 1999. Okay, all right. 19, sorry, <laughs> got a party like it's 1999. What what? <laughs> So, in technology of 1999, he has a laptop, which, yeah. and he's trying. His Mrs. Parker tells him to upload it to Roosevelt. Yes, which at this point you don't know what Roosevelt is, right? So he starts. He he hardwires, which is, I find hysterical. Yeah, that there was he didn't have a wireless laptop, I guess, at the time. Yeah, so he plugs in the network cable on an airplane. Yeah, which, I mean. Did they have that technology back then? I, I don't on know. Private planes? I, I don't know. Again, the idea though, it had to be hardwired to get internet connection. <laughs> so he's trying to upload. He starts to upload the information to this Roosevelt spot. Yeah. Now, at 
not once, but twice, the bad guy was able to pull out the cable. Right. In this big, mishmash, James Bond-style fight scene as the plane's nosediving into wherever. Right. Well, you know? it, it didn't nosedive right away. It was it was right. still it was, still level because it was an autopilot. Right, yeah, right, right. Yeah. Um, so, big fight scene. Cable gets unplugged. Uh, Mrs. Parker smashes the guy on the head. He plugs it back in and continues the upload, which I'm chuckling already because I'm like, it doesn't work like that. Yeah. I'm like, who buys the fact that, like, okay, I'm uploading. I'm, oh, it's 50%. I'm going to unplug it. And I plug it back in. Oh, 51%. Yeah, right. 52%. No. <laughs> so you get to start right from the beginning. Getting right, yeah. And I was like, you don't know where he's trying to upload it to or from because you don't know where he's at, this, where they're at at this moment. So I'm like, with 1999 technology, could he have done it? Could he have done it? No. All right. So. I'm like, all right, whatever. And then, but at this whole time I'm going, what the fuck does this have to do with anything? <laughs> like, like I'm going, why do we need this opening? Right. You know? Um, so, scene comes, Richard Parker has the gun, they're kind of struggling back and forth. I think Mrs. Parker gets shot. She gets yeah, shot in the gun. Shot, yeah. And Mr. Parker shoots the gun through the window to help, Suck the bad guy out, I guess. You well, know. He, was, he was struggling, and he, and he like fired the gun. I don't know if it was a mistake or I not. I think he did on purpose. He did it on purpose? I think he did because he was kind of, because of the way the cabin pressure, figuring the gun would fly out, because he was holding on to the, the seatbelt kind of yeah. thing and the computer. Like, yeah. So it was like, well, if I shoot this, I can save, you know, the suctional knock. I, I, I don't know. I, right. But needless to say, the guy flies out the window into the engine, blows up the engine. Right. Now he actually kind of goes by. Yeah, I think. I don't yeah. Know, yeah. But either way, planes on a nosedive. Yeah. And that's kind of how it ends. I, I don't remember. Do you, do you? I don't think we saw the plane crash. I don't remember it crashing. Right. So yeah. I'm, I'm thinking, what is this? Like Mark Webb trying to set up the fact that maybe parent, Pete's parents aren't dead? <laughs> like, I mean, apparently if he knows, you know, if he's like James fucking Bond, he must know how to fly a plane. Right. You know? <laughs> crash landed with one engine. I, it's like, you don't know. Right. But then cut to Pete, you know, skydiving from a building, like, woo, in his suit. <laughs> oh, yeah. And he's swinging by and he's doing his. And now, what I liked was that um, the, it's a few years later. Well, of course, after when it fades to black, it's 15 years later. And it, right. that's where it cuts to Pete flying, you know, woo. Right. Doing a skydive. Doing the, the skydive thing and shooting his webs around and stopping crime, blah, blah, blah. But what I was saying, what I liked was that New York acknowledges the fact that he exists. Mm-hmm. There wasn't like, you know, no, well, who's that mask vigilante? Right. Because there were Spider-Man t-shirts. There was, you know, Spider-Man masks and stuff like that. Right. So big, you know, ad car chasing. Mm-hmm. And that's where you get introduced to the Rhino character. Yes. Which is, I forget Paul Giamatti's, what the Rhino's name of is. Yeah. Because I know it's a Russian name. But he's in this Mack truck while these guys are trying to, you know, um, load up what looked like um, well like, it was a tow truck that he was driving and it was a armor car and basically they were digging a hole in the, the roof so they can get in and to steal this chemical looking thing these yeah. vials of chemicals basically yeah I think it was like some sort of plutonium or nuclear kind of thing right. uh, who knows so peak you know okay what I would say was in the first movie I felt like um, when he was Spider-Man he was a punk kid mm-hmm. like just kind of a he was a bully right 
This one, they kind of toned down the bully aspect and made him a little bit more funnier mm-hmm. with one-liners and stuff like that, which I thought was like, okay, well, that's kind of a, a nice switch because that's that's more Spider-Man. Right. You know, so you're like, okay, big action scene, bing, bang, boom. He gets the rhino and pretty much embarrasses him, pulls down his shorts, shorts right. you know, gets arrested, and he's in, in Pete's in a rush because why? Because it's graduation day. Right. He's graduating from high school. Yeah. And Gwen is valedictorian. So it cuts, like, but while the, while all the action's going on, you're cutting from, from that to the graduation with her going up and talking, doing her, speech, her right. valedictorian speech. Of course, Aunt May is looking for Pete, nowhere to be found. There's your cameo, you know, when Pete does swing in from the background and changes, you know, a la, you know, like, we call it the, I guess the the Texas the the tech cow, Texas switcher. I think it's called the official term. Yeah. Where Spider Man swings behind something and then Peter Parker walks out the other side. Right. Ah, <laughs> jeez. Spider Man's here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the guesser. Sorry, people are going really get on with it. Okay, so he gets there just in time when his name's being called for his diploma. Right. So you know, and Pete. Okay, now this is where I think this is where Pete. This is the reason why I don't like Andrew Garfield as Parker. Because as he's walking off, he's like, hey, everybody, he grabs Gwen because it's his girlfriend still, even though, you know, Captain Stacy said, stay away from my fucking daughter. Right. Don't keep her, don't get her involved in this shit. Right. Grabs her, kisses her in front of the whole class. Yeah. And is like, yeah. And the place is like, woo. Yeah. He kind of grabs like his diploma and kind of gives a, what's yeah. up kind of thing. And I'm like, that is so not Peter Parker. I don't care what incantation, whether it be. You know, the Parker of the 70s, the Parker of the 80s or 90s, or mm. the ultimate Spider-Man. He wasn't that kid. Right. You know, I'm like, fuck, I already hate this movie. Like, <laughs> <laughs> we're not even, and we're in like a, ha- we're a half hour, no, 40 minutes was, in. I don't think it was that long. Oh, really? Because it felt like it. It felt, you know, because the movie was two hours, two and a half hours. Yeah. Two hours and 22 minutes. It was uh, probably about like 15, 20 minutes into the movie. Really? Yes. Uh, I, I don't know. I'm going to say 20 to 30 minutes in. By the time he, by the time I go. When we get on DVD, we'll time. We'll time. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> so you know, they do that. And, of course, there's the whole picture thing. Like, hey. And Gwen knows that Pete missed her, 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 her valedictorian speech. Mm-hmm. So he, she hands it to him on a USB, you know, drive. drive right, right. Which, I'm letting you know that it plays later in the movie, sweet kids, sweethearts. <laughs> okay, we'll get to why that's an important fact. Right. And also what Roosevelt is, hang on to those little tidbits of information. Right. right. So, you know, you're like, all right, whatever. And during, back up a little bit, Seth, sorry. Mm-hmm. I wanted to try to do that as linear as possible, but I forgot the whole Max Dillon, Electro, Jamie Foxx storyline that right, happens. yeah. Um, during the big chase scene, um, Spider-Man saves Max Dillon. Yes. You know, Jamie Foxx. Now, Jamie Foxx looks like a skinny, middle-aged nerd. He represented what Peter Parker could have been. Ben, right. You know. <coughs> he had all these blueprints he was holding. He was, he was having a hard time with a briefcase. He was walking around with it. Right. Having- and then someone bumps into him and all the plans fall out into the street and then when he goes out to get it, that's where the trucks come in. Pete swings by and grabs him, saves him, and and Max is all like, oh, "I can't believe you saw me!" Like, like because he basically feels like he's invisible. He's, he's a wallflower. Right? He's a wallflower. Yeah. And Pete's like, "No, man, you're my eyes and ears, buddy." Like, kind of like, "Hey, buddy, chum, no, like, yeah, just being like, hey, no, dude, you're my eyes and my ears. I need you, my people, kind of thing." Right. So f- 
all of a sudden, Jamie Foxx decides to rip off Jim Carrey. <laughs> and all of a sudden, starts, you know, thinking he's Spider-Man's best, best friend. friend. right. So you cut to Max Dillon and Oscorp. It's his birthday. Well, right before that, it's his birthday. You see him in his apartment, and that's where he's doing the whole Jim Carrey, Edward Nigman ripoff. Yeah. By he's like, yeah, my birthday, and I have this party, and Spider-Man's going to be there. Isn't that right, Spider-Man? Yes, Max, I am going to be there because you're awesome. You're my best friend. You're my eyes and my ears. So I thank you, Spider-Man. Thank you very much. Yeah. Sure, no problem, Max. You're my main man. Oh, that's great, Spider-Man. You're awesome. No, you're awesome. No, you're awesome. No, you're awesome. That kind of thing. Yeah. And it's like, right away as soon as he started doing it, I was like, oh, my God, he, he, he's ripping off Jim Carrey. Very right. Like, no way. All he needs is just kind of like if you knew it was Peter Parker, or I would see him walking around with Spider-Man. He goes, well, I'm Spider-Man. You know? <laughs> so he goes to work and it's his birthday. Yeah. And no one knows it's his birthday, but he, he and he casually gets in the elevator with Gwen Stacy. Yeah. And Gwen sees like he's holding his own birthday card. Right. Because no one got him a birthday card. No one in Oscar even knows this guy even existed, apparently. Right. So she's like, Oh, it's your birthday. And he's like, Yeah, I'm having this huge party. And, you know, because then there's like a little TV in the elevator and they see like what Spider Man did, you know, that course of that day of. Right, the news, right. The news. And he's like, yeah, Spider-Man saved my life, and he's awesome. And she's like, yeah, he's pretty awesome. Kind of like, you know, right. like that. Yeah, he's kind of awesome knowing that, you know, she's boinking him. You know, right. kind of thing. You know, she's getting web shot in her face almost every night probably. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, so he kind of like, he, she's like, well, happy birthday. He's like, well, you noticed me? She's like, like okay, whatever. Like, right. I, see the card. Like, <laughs> so he goes off, and then he, he's told he has to... There's a loose cable right. in the research and development of these genetically altered electric eels, <laughs> which is kind of running a giant power supply, apparently. Right. So there's a cable loose. So he's the only one that could do it. And he basically, accident happens in the lab. He gets electrocuted, falls into it with the electric eels, and he basically, that's how he becomes... Electro. Well, at first, you think he's dead. Yeah. Because you see his charred body in, like, an Oscorp, like, video feed. And they're like, okay, we need to get rid of the body. Like, no one needs – who is this guy? He's a nobody. Let's just sweep it under the rug. Right. You know? You're like, uh, okay, whatever. Right. So then, uh, you know, you, you get a lot of boring scenes between Pete and Gwen, which the critics seem to love for some reason. Well, the thing that bothered me about those scenes was the fact is, is that everywhere – Peter went. He saw Gwen's dad. Yeah, in the yeah. action scene, he looks over in the co- in a cop car and he sees Captain Stacy. And yeah. I'm like, what? I mean, it was nice to see Dennis Leary back again, but right. he didn't say a word, so he right. probably got paid nothing. <laughs> <laughs> but you're like, oh, okay. And I think it happened like tw- like two or three times Gosh. during the course of the movie. Right. And the whole time I'm going, like. Because, again, it's that whole, like, well, I promised your dad we're, I keep you out of this. And she's like, but, you know, we are our own people. We're right. adults. We should be able to make our own decision. I know the danger you get yourself into. I still love you. But the critics seem to love that interaction between the two of them. And they call it almost like um, Hart, um, Hepburn and, um, like, Ingram and Bergman. You know, like. Um, really? I've seen people call it, like, like uh, um, Humphrey Bogart, Ingr- Ingrid Bergman. Like, like, that kind of, like, a screen present. I was like. You guys watch the same movie? <laughs> like, holy crap. I mean, I've seen Casablanca. These two are acting. I mean, I love Emma Stone, but 
you know, it's Emma Stone. Right. Okay, and Andrew Garfield, I think, is a good actor. I don't think he really... I, don't, I can't blame him. I know it's the shitty writing. Right. You know? Because he's still kind of like... He's still like a bumbling idiot around her, even though they're still going out. Right. It's like you've been going out for a couple of years now, or at least, you know, I'm assuming two years. I forget when it was supposed to take place that... No. Yeah, I don't know exactly when, yeah. you know, how long they've been going out, but there's no need to be a stumbling, mumbling prick around your girlfriend that you're probably banging every night. <laughs> you know, you know, and they they do kind of feel like they're on again, off again kind of thing, but it's never really stated what they are. Mm-hmm. So it's, I, I'm like the whole time I'm just kind of going, all right, move on. Now they take, they cut to like Max Dillon and he's in this like burnt out husk and he breaks out and he looks like right, Electro. He's, right, he's in a body bag and he's like, and, and the, the ash around him falls off. Right. And he has the blue Electro look to Which him. Which I think looked good. Now, yeah. I remember like a lot of people when they first leaked the photo of him and just the Smurf makeup, Paint, yeah. people were bitching. And I'm just like, well, come on, ease up. You know, that obviously makeup for a special effect. I'm hoping. Right. I'm like, they're, they're going to go with the ultimate Spider-Man line of Electro where he's bald and he's, you know, got the electricity going through his body. Yeah. Yeah, I'm like, all right, I, I'm, he looked good. Yeah. So he grabs some clothes that are, I guess, you know, thrown away in the morgue. Yeah. Slips them on. He's kind of wandering through town, but he has got no idea what he looks like kind of thing. But right. he's not feeling good. He's, you know, light bulbs are kind of popping off him and, mm. you know, sucking in. And then eventually he gave, makes himself to Times Square. Right. And now know, this time like nobody's really noticed him. Yeah, no one's noticed the big glowing blue guy. <laughs> yeah, like, like, like that was to me kind of annoying cuz it was just like like uh hello like yeah. big blue guy. I know it's New York, but uh, come on. Like uh, like you okay, yeah, well a couple years ago we had this big giant lizard, tra- you know, that's uh, nothing. <laughs> big glitch blue blue guy. Oh, maybe he's just, you know, maybe he's taking the naked cowboy spot. You know, maybe he'll sing something. You know, <laughs> you know what? That's it's true. You know, <laughs> thought of it that the way. New Yorkers. Right. Well, the the thing is, that you missed though was the pact is that they broke up. Gwen and Peter. It's after graduation. They were going to dinner in like a Chinese restaurant. Oh yeah, because he was so guilty because he saw Captain Stacy. Right. He breaks up with Gwen. Right. Right. Uh, yeah, that's right. They did break up at that point. Yes. You know. And then that's when the whole electro scene. Yeah, that's came. where he kind of yeah. stumbles across. Like, there's this big, you know, thing happening in Times Square, and the cops are showing up. And Pete's like, I, I gotta go. And she's like, I'm coming with you. And he's like, No. And that's where he zips, you know, shoots the web at her hand and sticks her to the car. No, you know? that's way later. It is? Yes. Is it? Uh, yeah. See, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right, because they get back together. Yeah. <laughs> so he kind of stumbles across the whole, like, he changes into Spider Man, you know, flip, flip, flip. He's in Times Square. And he sees, you know, Max Dillon. He doesn't recognize him at first. Right. But then he starts getting a little close. And you, you, he was trying to save Max. He's telling him to calm down. We'll get you help. Because he wasn't on any kind of rampage. He just looked, like, confused and right. disoriented, not knowing what was going on. So Pete's like, all right, you know what? Just calm down. We'll get you help. And then something stupid happens. And a cop, a sniper, takes a shot at him. Right. Which now all of a sudden I don't know how that correlates with you know Max Dillon going, you betrayed me, Spider Man. Right. You know it was like, what? You know I'm just going, Spider Man didn't shoot him. <laughs> like, what do you what? 
Like, all of a sudden, now you're my mortal enemy because you betrayed me and I thought we were best buds. Right. You know, because at this point, Spider-Man kind of goes, oh, I remember you from the truck earlier today kind yeah. of thing. And and he's like, you 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 know, you noticed me? Yeah. He's like, it's kind of hard not to. Like, you're, you're <laughs> obviously glowing blue. Right. Like, you look like a radioactive Smurf. Yeah. <laughs> 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 He's so, a huge Smurf fan. Yeah, big, bald Smurf that glows in the dark. <laughs> <laughs> so right away, it's like he, he gets shot. I think they miss or they nick him. I think they nick him, but they, he feels humiliated. It was what it, right. what it was. It's like, you've lied to me, Spider-Man. You used me. Uh, it was a worse breakup than him and Gwen. Right. Like, it was like, what? Even Peter's going, I, huh? What happened? Dude. <laughs> chill like <laughs> so then he wigs out and he he does he's able to beat you know electro the first time around because he thinks there was water on him right and during the fight he realizes that because of the electricity his his web shooter gets you know one of burned, broken right gets burned out because of the conductivity of electricity going through the web into the me- mechanism and mm. you know fries it out wow, right but yet he's still able to say like a like a, a hundred people with one web flip 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 yeah. Flip, catches a car and he's like, "What's up? Sorry, is this yours? What? what? You know." <laughs> I thought the, the the quips were kind of good, and I'm like, "Just I'm starting to get into the and with the action scenes over because Electro gets captured and carted oh. off to Ravencroft. Yeah, Raven, is it Ravencroft the prison? Yes. Okay, I always think Ra- you know, Ravenloft is a D and D Dungeons and Dragons vampire thing. I'm always like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> so now. Pete and her are like on again, off again. Yeah. They're off at this moment. Um, and all of a sudden, I don't know where Harry Osborne shows up. Right. He goes to see his dad, played by, um, um, I forget the guy's name, Cooper is his last name. Yeah. He's in bed and he's dying. And he basically tells Harry, you're still a piece of shit, even after I put you off the boarding school. The only, only thing I'm able to give you is this genetic, de- you know, Disease. Disease that only runs in our family. Yeah. And you're like... Good luck with that. Yeah, good luck with that, kid. Come out. <laughs> that kind of thing. Like, And he gave him this like square drive thing. Yeah, it kind of fell out of his hand. Right. Like as he's dying... No, he handed it to him because he said, this is this is all my uh, work, you know, kind of thing. Right. And he goes, hopefully that will help you right, yeah, deal with this disease. Yeah. You're fucked. Here's all the information. Maybe you got a better job with it. I doubt it. You're a piece of shit. Go on. And because he, he's been... He kind of has been bedridden this whole time. His fingernails are gnarly. I'm like, this guy's supposed to be like one of the richest guys in New York, and he can't afford a manicure. You know, like, <laughs> like there's no one taking care of him right. while he's laying in bed, and he kind of looks green and, and he looks goblinish. Yeah, this is the best way to put it. And he's like, yeah, here's all my shit. You're gonna die of this too, but here's all the stuff I worked with. And fuck you. <laughs> and then dies. Dies. And then the nurses and docs all come in, and push out Harry. Go, rrr, rrr, you know, and Harry's kind of like one of the one of the symptoms is his hands shaking, right. and, and you're like, okay. And it seemed to be like at that same moment. Well, like the next day, I guess they announced that oh, Norman Osborn, head of C, C head of Oscorp, has died, right. and everything goes to Harry. Now, of course, in every case when the kid takes over a company, there's people that run the company that are trying to fuck Harry over. Right. Like, it seems to be inevitable. Right. I think it happened in the Batman episode. I think, you know. 
Like, so these guys are like, these guys are the ones who are dealing with these special projects at the sub basement of Oscorp. Right. Which, you know, had, were, you're like, and they use the people from Ravencroft as test experiments. Yes. So you're like, okay, it's a really, really far reach mm-hmm. kind of thing. But okay, I'll go with it. You know, to cut time off of your, you know, your, your, the work detail. Right. Like, we'll shave off 10 years of your sentence if you agree to go through these test procedures. Right. You know, I kind of made that logic in my head because right, yeah, I've heard you, of that. You connect the dots. I connect based those on dots. Imagination. Right. My, my own imagination. I'm yeah. like, all right, I've seen it done before, but uh, okay, I'll, I'll allow it. Because <laughs> <laughs> the whole time I'm just kind of sitting with my arms crossed going, I'm judging you fuckers. <laughs> oh, that's wrong. I'll allow that. <laughs> you may go. <laughs> you, you're fucked. Yes, no, no, yes. No, 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 yes. No, no, yes. No, no, no. So, um. It's not going to be an orgy. In no. <laughs> yes! Hooray! <laughs> <laughs> Made some very big decisions there. <laughs> Sorry. Segway. Um, of course, so, though, before uh, you go into that, I mean, how, uh, Peter does go visit Harry. Right. Right. And they kind of like bond a little bit, which, which to me was oh. so flat, which is just really bad because it's like they haven't seen each other in nine years. Nine years. Yeah. yeah. And so Pete's probably what, at this point, like 18. Or he's 20. 20. Okay. Yeah. 20. So they shipped him off when he was 11. Right. The boarding school. And Norman. Pete comes over and he goes, hey, I'm sorry about your dad, you know, kind of thing. And Harry's like, I'm sorry about your parents kind of thing. Right. But. Or your and uncle. Your uncle. Yeah. yeah, your uncle. And that's kind of it. And Pete's like, well, gosh, I guess I'll go. And then Harry makes a comment about something. It's like a bust on him. Yeah. And they start busting on each other. And it's like, hey, we're back. There yeah. he is. Hey. Hey, yo. Hey, yo. Hey, bro. What, 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 what? <laughs> you know, you're going, how are these guys? Like, you didn't even have Harry in the first movie. So, like, you're kind of. No, I like the actor who played Harry. I yeah. thought he did a really good job, mm-hmm. you know, especially when it comes to later in the movie. But I would say at a two and a half hour movie, you've only seen him for like 20 minutes. I mean, they do like a little, a little walk on the beach kind of thing. Right. Like here they are at the Hudson River and they're skipping stones. And you're like, I, I was. I, I didn't buy it. Neither did I. I, I was like, it. let me tell you about my best friend. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah, that's, yeah. You're like, yeah, no. You're like, uh, I, I, I'm out. <laughs> okay. And Harry basically tells Pete, you're like, hey, look, I'm dying. Guess what? Hey, buddy, I know we're, we haven't seen each other in nine years. And all of a sudden, my dad's dead. We're here. We are having a couple laughs. And guess what? I'm dying. Walk, walk. Because I think Harry find like, did Harry f- open up that, that, no. that cube? Yeah, he didn't even find that. He's like, yeah. So my dad, all he left me was this fucking disease. And I'm dying. You know, and you're like, oh, what a downer. What? Dude, I'm here. I'm skipping stones. And one next one minute, I'm skipping stones. Next minute, you're telling me you're dying. Like, what? what? Huh? Like, ah. So Pete's like, okay. Now, is it discussed? You know, it's discussed that, you know, dad was working on some stuff. I don't know what it was yeah. to help him with this. And so as we help him with, with your father's help, they were trying to find a cure. Right. Kind of thing. And you're like, okay. Now, again, keep in mind. We haven't once visited the whole plane crash Roosevelt shit going on. Right. You know, and all of a sudden they decide to go back to it. <laughs> like, in a mo- and I couldn't tell you how many montages of music videos, I think there was like two, 
tune the entire movie. There was like all oh, just musical background while Pete's like brooding over Gwen, or when he decides to you know that it fuck it you know I'm 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 gonna try to find what happened to my father. Right. Like fuck your mother. It's all about my dad. Like <laughs> not once did he mention I miss my mom. Yeah. It's like where's dad? I miss my dad. Your parents. Like <laughs> I wouldn't close my mom. Fuck her. <laughs> <laughs> Mom touched me. It's all about my dad. Like, like come on, dude. So, you know, he's got, he's got this whole he's got this basically like like CSI kind of wall of of pictures and maps and stuff because he comes across the Roosevelt thing in his dad's and he he's in like his dad's knapsack, I think, on a piece of paper. That yeah. same knapsack that we he visited the first time and found, like the file for the uh, genetic the, mutations, right? The, for the for the spider thing, right? And you're like, okay, and of course Aunt May being Aunt May is all worried about him. She has this conversation, and you know about like, you know what? I here's what I know. Like basically, finally decided to tell him this is what I know. Your dad worked for Oscorp. Something happened. He left. We haven't seen him again. Basically, we all knew that. Nice. Like. She's like, with some secrets or whatever left on, you know, like, you, you, maybe you should just stop digging because you might not like what you find, kind right. of. Right. And you're like, okay, Amy, do you know something nobody else does? Because it makes it sound like you do. Right. But she's either lying to Pete or she's fucking clueless. Right. Like, I, but she didn't play it like she was clueless. It was like, you know, you really shouldn't be digging around because secrets can be dangerous. Right. See, wink to the audience. <laughs> secrets have a price. Yeah. yeah like they're not wink, 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 nudge, nudge to the audience. You're like, uh, does she know something? <laughs> like, we're not in on it. Like the flying nuns, a spy? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> Is the bandit going to come swinging by in a Trans Am, you know, and drive her off to the sunset? <laughs> Like I was like okay, but then he he gets pissed about something. Pete does. I, I forget exactly. It must have been having a, probably a Gwen thing, or he couldn't find anything about his um, his dad or something. Right. I, I don't know. All I remember is he kind of they talked about um, the Roosevelt, and she's like, I, I don't know, like right. you know, because he's looking at Roosevelt Island, Roosevelt this, Roosevelt that, and then. He has this um, calculator calculator that he throws against the wall and it breaks because right. he's mad because he's pissy. <laughs> like he's Spider-Man. He could just crush it in his fucking hands. But no, he's got to throw it like a fucking girl against the wall. Like, eh. And it breaks. And it, and you figure he's got the proportional strength of a spider. If he threw it into the wall, it would shatter to a gazillion pieces. But no, it just pops open. And out flies out a bunch, a bunch of bus tokens or subway tokens. Right. So all of a sudden, oh, well. Well, no, because th- during that conversation when she was talking to him, he she was saying that he he had a scheduled life where he would go to the go to the train, take to the, the D train, train. I think it was. Oh, right. It was this whole like whole audience pay attention, right? Watch how it's going to tie in. And she's like, you know, and then he starts the Google search, Ro- you know, Roosevelt and subways, and and apparently at one point in time, to hide Teddy Roosevelt's polio. They had an underground railroad in New York to transport him from, I guess, New York to Washington or keep him away from the crowd so no one would see him in the wheelchair. Yeah, right. So Pete decides to go down into the tunnels of, of you know, New York, the subways, mm. and he comes across the terminal. Right. Haphazardly, I'm going to say. <laughs> like, you would think that if, if that's the case, then 
it made it seem like it was a super secret terminal. Right. Because it was boarded up and stuff. I'm like, I would think that in today's day and age, you would have had that as a, as a monument of some sort. Right. Like, it, why yeah, is this? It's not a secret anymore. Right. Like, we all know he had yeah, polio. Like, like, Teddy Roosevelt had polio? You're kidding. You're kidding. <laughs> it's like, like Bucky Barnes being the Winter Soldier. Yeah, like, no. I mean, Teddy Roosevelt had polio and he was in a wheelchair. Yeah, you see pictures of him in it. No. <laughs> Say it ain't so, buddy. <laughs> so, I mean, you would think that that would be something that would be historically, like, cleaned up, polished. Right. Looks good, at least. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> not at all. It's like a, like a throwaway, like, fam of the opera kind of set. Yeah. So he kind of, there's a turnstile. And he puts the he puts <laughs> he puts the token in and walks and goes into this wall because it looks like this wall is going to open up. Right. And he it, puts the token in. It goes to the the bar that swings. So and he, like he's going through it. And nothing happens to the wall. He's right. like, "Fuck!" And he gets all disappointed. And I'm like, "Well, dude, number one, you're walking the wrong fucking way. Like, <laughs> like just it, it's. I'm like, okay, whatever. So he turns around and I think he. Hits the he he walks back through the turnstile. the turnstile and all of a sudden out of nowhere this James Bond esque floor opens up and it raises up a subway car yeah and you're like okay you see in the trailers and you're just going what the fuck how could how could Richard Parker afford a private jet to be able to do this shit right like and nobody noticed no one had a clue this was going on. <laughs> Was he Batman? Exactly. Exactly. Like, what the fuck? I'll close the spider cave. You know? That's what I thought was. As soon as it came up, I'm like, oh, I guess uh, Spider-Man has a spider cave now. I'm like, you're fucking kidding me. So he goes in. Now, keep in mind, this is 1999 technology. So the computer looks like a 1999 computer. Yeah, it's got a big, huge monitor. It's not a flat screen. Yeah, you know? so it, the lights all come on, and then... Somehow, and this is another thing that really fucking annoyed me being a a computer guy myself. Uh, computer comes on, and it starts to upload the thing that 15 years ago that Dad sent over the internet. <laughs> I was sitting there going, you're fucking kidding me. <laughs> Who's buying this? Like, if anything, it should have already been sitting there waiting for it. Yeah. Like, you shouldn't have had to see a computer screen going. It's like, What? So it was just kind of hanging out in cyberspace for 15 fucking years and had to wait for the right moment because the connection had to be connected. Like, you're, I'm like, oh, what the fuck? It's called Lost in Cyberspace. I, I was the like, file gets uploaded and it goes, has nowhere can I end the line to go. It was obviously written by a guy who has got no idea how the internet fucking works. Yeah. Like, this is a magical box where I could type in something and things will appear. <laughs> Ooh, maybe we'd spend a little bit more time doing some research on the internet instead of looking at porn. Maybe you might have had a better writer. Like, <laughs> like, oh look, magical little little magical people appear on my screen, and fuck, they sure are small. Like, you know, God knows. I mean, and the graphics had to be like shitty; it'd be all pixelated. Yeah, you'd still be working on a dot matrix printer at ninety nine. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, all this! I've got to wait fifteen minutes to see a boob. Like, no, <laughs> pixelated boob. A pixelated boob. So it uploads, and so Pete sees it, and he's like, "Well, I guess I'll push play." Like, because it's a video file. It's a beautifully high def video file that his father made on that fateful day where that 
Saul started Amazing Spider-Man number one. Right. And it gives you what he was saying to, you know, he was saying is basically um, doing this, this gene therapy, this gene testing, mm-hmm. you know, the whole human animal DNA. And so far we've been having problems. I'm starting to worry that they're going to be used for evil purposes. Um, and the only reason why, and we had success with the spiders and, you know, the human spider hybrid because... I used my DNA. Right. So you're like, oh, so the the genetically altered spiders that were in the first movie were all basically Peter Parker's brothers and sisters. <laughs> it's part of his genetic. It's genetic part of his genetic, genetic code. code so right. therefore, they're your family members. That, by the way, you killed them all off in the first movie. By the way, <laughs> like because it was it was said that they were all dead because they wanted to kill on that project. Yeah. So they wanted to kill on the spiders. And they had the spider venom because after the lizard thing from the first movie, they had to shut down all gene, you know, human animal gene splicing. They had to shut down the whole thing as a token of good faith. Right. But yet they kept all the venom that the spiders had in their system. Right. Which was a secret. It's a secret. And the other thing, keep that in mind, kids, because that'll come back and play. Right. Okay. That's another one. That's another one. So right now you got the 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 disk drive, the, yeah. the the flash drive, the. Well, the Roseworth we're covering, and the spider venom from the genetically altered Parker, basically Peter Parker's family. Right. <laughs> so you're going okay, like, like okay. So then you can kind of piece together that the reason why it took with Parker was right. because it was his own genetic material Zero, being, right. you know, basically his his brother bit him, gave him. Spider herpes, right? Which is the reason why he's Spider Man. Yes, you know. And then while you're figuring all this out, they flash to Harry, yes, who is having no luck trying to find the cure. And he basically at one point tells Peter Parker, "Hey, look, you know Spider Man because you take photos of him because I see your name in the paper, oh, right? You know, so can you do me a favor? I don't know why it worked with Spider Man. His this just like apparently." They all figure that he must be a product of Oscorp at right. this point. Yeah. Like, he couldn't be, like, a mutant. Wink, wink. Like, because <laughs> we're not dealing with the Marvel Universe. We're dealing with the Spider-Man universe. universe. Right. So there's no mutant. So no one would think that he was a mutant. No one would think that, you know, he's it's all mechanical. It must be some sort of gene splice thing gone wrong. Right. So as, so as as... Sean's us. He's taking a drink. I'm trying, yeah. trying to pick trying up to, here a little trying bit. Trying to lube my throat. <laughs> He's doing a lot of talking here tonight. Yeah. <laughs> uh, of course, though, we go into the Harry. He goes to like the first board meeting with all the the heads, uh-huh. you know, kind of thing, and kind of tells them off in a way, you know, just kind of yeah. like you know, like you know, he runs the company, and you know, like fuck off, right? Mm-hmm. And there's a little secretary, which oh yes, I know, oh completely. <laughs> I blocked that out. Yes. I knew you were blocked out. That's wonderful. She was hot, though. Yes. And she was... The only young, hot female in that room, (laughs) by the way. Right, right. You know, and what's her name, Ed? His name was... uh, Felicia. Felicia. And anybody who's a Spider-Man fan knows Felicia Hardy is Black Cat. Here's a a brunette, blue eyes, definitely my kind of chick. But, you know, all she had to say was her name was Felicia, and I'm like... Is that supposed to be Black Cat? And right away, I was like, the hairs in the back of my neck went, no fucking way. They're not making her a fucking secretary for Oscorp, are they? Like, like her dad, like in the comic books, her dad was a, 
like super thief and she picked up the business from her father. Why is she sitting in an Oscorp board meeting right. as a secretary? You're like, and she says something that was really poignant. So Harry pretty much kind of told everybody off except for her. Right. Like he admired her and wanted her part of the team kind of thing. Right. He actually made her like the head of the, like everybody reports to her now. Yes. You know, which pissed off the guys that are working behind the scenes. So they start trying to, they incorporate like kind of like a buyout kind of thing, I think, mm-hmm. or they basically kind of kick in and blackmail Harry. Like, dude, fuck you. You're going to die. When you die, it's ours. Who's this? You don't go missing. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge kind of thing. <laughs> So, of course, though, that's when he was like, he's trying to find what's going on. And yeah. He can't figure out what this little piece of device that his father gave him. That, that was the other thing, that too. Cube. The cube Ugh. that he gave him when he died. So then all of a sudden, he just puts it down on, the, on this desk. And it's, of course, it's one of those modern desks. It's, it's basically Tony Stark technology. Yes. That's exactly <laughs> it. They, they took- With, without it being in the air, it was, all in a, it was smart glass. Yeah. But here's my thing How many days has he been sitting at that desk? And he's had this cube. He's never once put it on the on the desk. Right. Never, ever, ever, ever. <laughs> like I'm sorry, it's it's about the size of like I would say like a two inch cube. Yeah, it's a paperweight. You put it on your fucking on desk. desk. Like it would in two seconds. You'd have been like, oh shit. And then it had all these files, like the special project files. Right. Which is how he started kind of figuring out the whole like why Peter's like what pa- Peter Parker's dad was working on. Right. So he kind of goes to Pete and says, hey, I think Spider-Man's involved in this. Can you get me Spider-Man's blood? Right. Because I think it'll cure my disease. Right. Because that's the only thing that seems to have success. Right. And Peter, first person, is resistant to doing it. He hums at him as a halls. Right. Like, I don't know. Which, again, I think it was accompanied by a, a musical montage while he was pondering it. <laughs> and, of course, Harry was like, getting kind of almost like threatening in a way. Like, like you know, like kind of like mean to... Peter and Peter finally decides because he's leaving. Oh, he goes, what yeah. are you going to do? He goes, well, I'm going to go find Spider Man. Right. And then, of course, he has a heart to heart with uh, Gwen Stacy yes. about it. And, of course, Gwen tells him at this point that she is going, she might be going to Oxford. Right. She's, go, she's going to Oxford because they broke up. They're going to Oxford. I'm going, I'm on a jet plane tonight kind of thing. No, no, she had an interview. She had the interview. That's right. right. Because, and then, yeah, because then there was this whole thing with, um, I think Pete was leaving, or no, because we call it Gwen found she did some research on the Max Dillon character. Mm-hmm. So she found Max Dillon, Max Dillon's information through one of the backdoor channels of their thing, right. and they were coming. They were they were chasing after her in the building while Pete was having this spat with Harry, right. and the two of them bumped into each other, went into a supply closet, and that's where they kind of kiss, and they're all together, you know. And she helps him escape, but there's that moment where like. She's on an elevator going down, and Harry's in that elevator. Yeah. And they have this conversation because earlier when he was talking to Pete, they, he kind of mentioned that he was having this thing with this girl. Right, and know, he worked for her. And he worked for her. Yeah. I don't think he did. ever mention her name as Gwen Stacy? I think he did. Yeah, because he did. Because when she introduced herself as Gwen Stacy, as Gwen, he was like, oh, you're friends with Peter. you know? Yeah. And she's like, yeah. And you're like, okay, Harry now knows who Gwen Stacy is, that she means something to Pete. You know, right. this is, and Harry wasn't pissed at Pete, really. He was just kind of like, you know what? He really likes you kind of thing. Like that right. kind of, like still trying to be a friend. Right. You know, even though he was pissed off because at this point he was hopeful that he could get in touch with Spider-Man. Right. Spider-Man would show up and give him a vial of blood, blah, blah, blah. Right. So he, after, you know, the little interaction between Gwen and Pete, Pete decides, no, it's too dangerous. Right. You know, 
And I'm trying to think, is that... He goes... He visits... He visits... As Spider-Man. Right. <laughs> so, so Spider-Man goes to Norman Osborn's house, penthouse. Yeah, whatever. I would say it's probably the house, yeah. Right. And, of course, he's, like, kind of lying on the couch, whether he's sick or he's just taking a nap. We don't know. You know, but who cares? And then, of course, Spider-Man comes in and he goes... OP found you great, you know, blah, 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 explains the whole situation. And then Spider-Man goes, no, yeah. fuck you. <laughs> no, <laughs> because it's too dangerous. I, I, I don't know what it's going to do. It might kill you. Right. It, you he's like, look what's happened in the past with, you know, the lizard, you know, right. look at this, you know, electro guy. Cause even though we found him kind of thing, you know, it's still an issue. Right. I don't know, even though I'm not directly related, but any kind of human, you know, human animal hybrid that you're trying to do, genetically has been a problem mm-hmm. i don't know why it it's works for me right you know but i could tell you that if i give you my blood who knows what's gonna happen and harry's like dude i'm fucking dying i don't care right what's it gonna do kill me faster i'm still dying right you know and i gotta be honest if i was Pete, i'd give him a vial of blood i would have yeah you know only because i mean but here's the problem if he did well Probably would never be able to do a blood test and go. Oh, it's Peter Parker's blood. That's that's the thing. That's what I was kind of thinking of when it was that like, was going on. Was that he was being more selfish. Like if I give you a vial of my blood, they're going to find out who I am. Yeah, right. All right, okay. I'll, I don't know if that was true or not, but that's what was going through my head. I'll allow it. Yeah, <laughs> I will allow that 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 gap of logic that you filled in yourself. Yeah, because I just looked at it as Pete was just being a dick, like more like I, you might die, and Harry's like, but I'm going to die anyway. Like, right. I'll pay you. I'll give you whatever you want. Just right. all I'm asking for is a vial of blood. So Pete, again, no. And right away, Harry's like, I hate you, you bastard. <laughs> <laughs> so he comes up with this this idea of um, using the special projects, going down to the special projects. Well, that's at that's, at that point, that's when, of course, the Roosevelt happens where Pete finds right. out that he's the only one that can do it because of the genetic code of his father being a part of the spiders. Right. And the fact that um, uh, Oscorp's lieutenants or whatever you want yeah, to call them. Yeah, or the CEOs, yeah, the board of directors. Booted him out of, of Oscorp, yeah. fired him. Right. You're fired because you're, you're not fit for duty or whatever. Right. So he... Right, because then he goes to Ravencroft Croft, right. and basically says, breaks out Max Dillon. Yes. To basically kind of go, look, you know Pete, you know Spider-Man, I know, and I need Spider-Man. Right. I, will, I will get you out of jail if you bring me Spider-Man right. kind of thing. And you're like, well, how did you, like, didn't you just get in town after the Max Dillon thing? Like, like now that I'm thinking about it, I'm like, they captured Max Dillon. They put him in the Ravencroft. I get, you know, well, I guess you know what? I guess because he was he, with that cube thing, he kind of figured Fair it out. Right? Yeah. Like, oh, Max Dillon's now in, in the maximum security prison. Yeah. Who's being tortured by Kafka? Yeah. Doctor Kafka, who in the comic books is a female, by the way. And the actor, I thought that yeah yeah, and then the actor that they have doing it went over the top German. Yeah. Like oh, we will tell like it 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 became almost comical. Yeah, like it felt like we were we were dipping into Batman Forever, Batman and Robin territory. Yeah, with the whole over the top acting. Yes, bad over top acting. Bad. Oh, horrible. Horrible. So, um, basically, Harry busts out. Yeah, because first he didn't want to do it. 
<coughs> Electro didn't want to do right. it. Right. Yeah, and, was... and then it's like, I need you. And he's like, you need me? Like, yeah, you was, know, like, uh, uh, like he now filled the void of Spider-Man to Norman. Which, uh, God damn that. Uh, that was annoying. It was. It was like. Uh, I did like the effect of how he kind of disappeared <coughs> from the. When he was Electro? Yeah. He was badass. Yeah. Like. Forget the Max Dillon part. When he was when he was electro and he was being, you know, like, oh, look at me shooting electric bolts out of my f- fingers and disappearing into stuff. It was badass. Right. But the moment he started kind of talking with the whole, you need me? Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Uh, that was horrible. So needless to say, he breaks up. Right. And, then, and, of course, they say when he, when he comes out of the device that he's trapped in and he kind of. Uh, uh, dissipates and then reforms back into yeah. Electro. It kind of reminded me of Professor Do- Doctor Manhattan, Manhattan from, from the, the Watchmen. Watchmen. Right? Yeah, it did. But at least he had shorts on. He had yeah. again black shorts. But yeah, he did have because his arms were open and his like it was almost like the Ventrusian Man from Da Vinci. I think. That's, yeah. Is, yeah. is that the proper name? I don't know if that is, but everybody knows. Right. Yeah. yeah. But he kind of like like a spread eagle kind of thing. You know, arms wide, legs wide, and I'm going. I, I agree, definitely Dr. Manhattan feel because he's yeah. blue yeah. and he's glowing. Yeah. You're like, well, they ripped that off too. Like, <laughs> like, no wonder why that scene seemed so familiar to me. Yeah. You know, I was like, maybe I saw it in a trailer. No, when you mentioned Watchmen, I was like, oh, that's why I know. Yeah. Like, good eye, son, good eye. <laughs> so, so, of course, they break out. And of they, course. And they then, they, of course, they go right to Oscorp. Of course they do. And they, they bust in to do whoever becomes well, the Harry, CEO. Yeah, Harry busts in to get, like, I guess the second in command. Of you know um, Harry's Norman Osborn second in command, right. which would be the Max Shrek of the Batman universe yeah. from Batman Returns. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, or, or actually the Rutger Hauer guy from Batman Begins. Yeah, that's a little better. <laughs> they want to know because that's we did miss the one part where <clears throat> Felicia was talking to Harry and saying. They destroyed the spiders, but they kept the, the venom. venom, and that's how you found that out. That's a little secret, a little, little tidbit yeah. that we wanted that's to right. let you yeah, know. Here you go, because then he demands to go down to the special projects to get the venom because right. he wants to inject himself with the venom. Yes, and being the guy's being kind of forced to go, even he's going. Oh, we don't know what's going to fucking do, like, right? But Harry doesn't care, so he takes a vial of the spider venom, and which is green, by the way. Yeah, you know. And then injects it into himself. Yes. Yeah, you know, you're like, and it's he kind of does the old like Doctor Jekyll Muslim High, like, oh yeah, um, what what? Right. And he falls to the floor, and then cut seat. Right. You're like, oh, I think you see his kind of his eye turn a little yeah. bit, and you're like, Doctor Jekyll Muslim High kind of thing. I'm like, right. great. So now, by this point, he unleashes. Well, Max Dillon, right? Out and about trying to get Spider-Man. Like, I don't know why Harry would choose to use the Venom if he's still waiting for Max Dillon to become Spider-Man. No, he didn't want Spider-Man for the va- for the blood. He wanted revenge on Spider-Man because he wouldn't give him the blood. Uh, yeah, but still, I mean, if you're going to bring... Vi- if, like, okay, now, again, this is, I guess, maybe because of the, the, the off-balance nature of Harry Osborn because he's dying yeah. kind of thing. I would be like... Bring me Spider Man. Yeah, well, I'm pissed off at him, but I can use, still use his blood if you bring back his body. Right. Like there'd be no need for me to shoot myself with the Spider Venom. Right. If you're bringing me Spider Man. Yeah, but he now he said I think he wanted to destroy Spider Man. Right. Yeah. Like fuck you, buddy. Yeah. You're dead. You're dead to me. 
So he he tells her Squash the bug. He tells Electro to go to the power plant, which apparently Max still in built for Oscorp. Or designed it. Yes. But apparently it runs the entire New York grid. Grid. Yeah. Which again felt like wait, you Tony Stark did it. <laughs> Tony Stark did it in the Avengers. Like, did he did it? Yeah, did he did it? <laughs> well, I won't do it. Did he did it? Yeah, it's just like, wait, that that's wait a oh come. We got Batman Forever. You got Watchmen. Now you have Avengers <laughs> or Iron Man, Man Two. So, right. When he comes across the whole power thing, you know yeah. the whole extra. I was waiting for a tesseract to fall out of the sky. <laughs> <laughs> just like wow, I'm like. So Max Dillon goes, Electro goes to the power plant and basically sucks all the power out and blacks out New York. Yes. Now, at this time, this is where Pete and Gwen have, like, you know, she's supposed to be going on a plane because she got accepted to Oxford. Right. And she was on a plane that night, that night, apparently, because she thought it'd be easier for both of them if she just left town. Right. And Pete tries to stop her, basically, um, in the very... Overly romantic and very stupid gesture of on the Brooklyn Bridge writes "I love you." Yeah, you know because apparently it's something he's never said to her before. Right. Because every time he comes, tries to, he, he becomes a stuttering, muttering prick. Right. You know. <laughs> so I'll shoot webs across the Brooklyn Bridge and say "I love you," and because she's in a cab and it stands still because now the power grid's out. No, no, it was before the power grid was, was, it, was, it, was it was just it was just uh, rush hour traffic. Oh, uh, rush York. hour traffic in New York. So she's sitting in a cab, and she was look over at the Brooklyn Bridge. Brooklyn Bridge. Brooklyn Bridge. Bridge. That's how you say it in New York. The Brooklyn Bridge and sees "I love you" in spider webs, and then she like gets out of the cab. Like all of a sudden, now the whole. Oh, She's like, oh, well, I guess, you know, blah, blah, blah. And then he scoops her up and they start talking that he was going to give up being Spider-Man. Yeah. And then he was going to go to England with her or at least be Spider-Man in England because right. I love you. We need to be together. I, you know, what? I we need to start our lives together. Like, okay, you, you completely forget about your hand, mate. Like, <laughs> like <laughs> what? <laughs> and not only that, but you really didn't know what happened to your dad. Like, yeah, you're like oh fuck all that. The pussy's more important to me. <laughs> <laughs> that fine Gwen Stacy ass is going to have me leave the continent completely. Yeah, <laughs> I'll be the British Spider Man. Good day, mate. Flip, flip, <laughs> cheerio. <laughs> so, and that's when the power grid goes out. That's when the power grid goes out. So, and she goes, you know, go. Go do your Spider Man thing. thing, right? And, but I'm coming with you because I, because out of all the people in New York, she happens to know how to turn it on, right? Or she needs to hit the reset button while he's keeping. Because basically, the idea is is that you're going to oh, if we put the if we get him in the spot where you hit the reset button and all that power hits him, he'll over he'll overload like overload a battery, a battery and, and explode. Now, also too during this time, uh, during that conversation, when they come up with this, they also realize. We need to find a way to ground my web shooters so they don't overload, overload. And explode. And she comes up with a whole battery, like you, you positive, you electromagnet. You magnetize like, your sweater web. Yeah, right. by, and they use a, a truck to with jumper cables. Yeah, and I'm like, just like, I'm like some random truck. Yeah, you're gonna allow a chick and Spider Man to who's this girl? Right. Why does she know? Like, what the hell? What? 
But anyway, so it's New York. I guess they're all friendly enough. Yeah, sure. Use my truck. Friendly. Here's the jumper cables. Right. So they they magnetize his. You know they. Well, no, that's that. That's different. You forgot the. She goes to the cop because it was a cop. It was a cop car that she does it to. Oh, where she sees his her father again. Right, right. Oh. He, well, he uses her father's name. She goes, I'm Captain Stacy's daughter. And he's, oh, yeah, he was a great cop. Blah, blah, right, blah, yeah. Kind of thing. And then that's when he's like, yeah, here's a jumper cable. It's like, now he's like going to help them. Yeah. It's like, this. oh, because I knew your dad and he died a couple years ago. He was a great hero and all. I'm going to completely bend the rules and let you do this. Yeah, do whatever you want. Yeah, yeah never mind. I'll look the other way. Yeah. Way to go. <laughs> Way to protect the serve there, copper. <laughs> so he goes off to fight, you know, keeps Electro busy while Gwen makes her way to the station right. to go hit the power button. To... Well, no, that's that's where he shoots the spider web and he, her hand's attached to the Right, she's like, yeah. She's, she's like, like, he's like, close the hood and he's about to close the hood. Yeah, and he's flip. flip. She's like, Peter! Oh! <laughs> you know, you're like, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> Cute. But eventually she has like a knife or something. She cuts herself free, but she starts chasing after him to get there because he was going to do it all himself. Yeah. So he's fighting Electro. You're like, yeah, yeah. Because he steals the cop car. She steals the cop car, I think, to get there. I think you're right. I think she slams the hood and hops in the car and drives off. off. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. And, and nobody nobody in New York. No questions. In in rush hour traffic, by the way. And the power's out now, so... It's pandemonium. Where the fuck are you going? Like, I have a clear, yeah. I know exactly where I'm going. I'm not going to hit anybody. It's New York traffic. Everyone's panicking. Lights are off. I'm going. Right. Like, you it's know. It's going to happen. So there's this beautiful fight between him and Electro, and it looks great, and it's it's very comic book-esque. Yes. It, it, and I'm like, um, th- those are the moments I enjoy the movie. Yeah. You know, so Gwen shows up, hits the power button. Right. Electro dies. dies. Well, I don't think it dies. I think he blows up. But I think just it's one of those things like his electrons are now spread out. I think he'll be back. Right. Because apparently with the Sinister Six, I think he's coming back. back. Right. Um, so it's like, yay, all right, we did it kind of thing. And she comes out and he's there in, in his outfit. And all of a sudden, whoosh, there's Green Goblin. Right. Out of nowhere. There's no buildup. There's no... Right, because the end of scene was before you, which you said you cut scene on Harry Osborne as he's like doing that Doctor Jekyll Mister Hyde scene. Yeah, he's climbing to the suit which he saw early in the movie, right. saying this suit was going like, to help medicate you. Like, right, yeah. and that was also yeah, it was supposed to help heal him. Right, it, it it was designed to help heal soldiers on the field. Right, you know, and that's also in the room where you saw like you know the Doc Ock's arms, the Vulture's wings. wings. That's pretty much all you see. Right. You know, so, yeah, he was crawling to that suit. That's when you kind of saw the end of him. But then all of a sudden, he's on the flying thing. He's got the... He all of a sudden knows how to do all this shit. Right. Like, out of nowhere. Right. And he pops in between Spider-Man and Gwen. Now, folks, at this point in the movie, there's about 20 minutes left. Maybe less. <laughs> yes. So, and again, I felt like, really? Like, this is... This is it. The, like he just shows up out of nowhere. Now here, here's where it really gets. It really grinds my gears. <laughs> you know, what really grinds my gears. Nah. <laughs> is he? He he, he flies between the two of them. Between, between the two of them. Now, no real words are being said between you know Spider Man and, and Harry, except Harry going, "I hate you. I want your blood." Blah blah blah. Right. I want to destroy you. And all of a sudden, he kind of looks over his shoulder and sees Gwen. Right. And then looks back at Spider Man. Looks back at Gwen, looks back at Spider-Man, goes, 
Peter Parker. Yeah. And you're like, no fucking way. <laughs> what? How did you get that? Yeah. Like, how? Like, I mean, okay, granted, now Pete was also kind of doing the whole, because I think Harry was threatening to grab her, because I think he, like, grabbed her, and he didn't let it on know that he was, I'm, I'm interested in this girl. It was like, basically, you're an innocent life. Yeah. And now, all of a sudden, you, his heroism is like, well, you must be Peter Parker, because you care so much about me not killing this girl. Yeah. No, I'm Spider-Man. I care about you killing this girl. Carol, like, right. You know? It was just this whole, like, oh, well, you're Spider-Man. You're Peter Parker and Spider-Man are the same person. You're... I, I, I think I looked over to you and I was like, what? <laughs> like, it, it, it was, I think my arms went up at that point. It, like, I'm like, it I'm was, done. It was as bad as the scene in Dark Knight Rises where uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt goes, I know you're Batman because you gave me that Batman look when I was in that orphanage. Yeah. It was like, what? <laughs> you're fucking kidding me. You you gave me that Peter Parker Spider-Man look through the mask. I know, I knew. It was, I look at the hot blonde, I go, the hot piece of ass blonde, you must be Peter Parker. Like, <laughs> I get it. I get it. So he swoops up Gwen, and Pete chases after her, and there's this fight scene above the clock tower right. that everyone's seen in the trailer that they, she falls in, Pete grabs her, spins around, so he hit, takes the blunt of the, the, crash. the crash. He lands, she kind of falls out of his arms, he webs her, and right. she's kind of hanging there, but at this point, this is where Harry pops in, and starts. they start fighting, but Pete was able to kind of latch the web into the gears of the clock. Clock, right. You know, but he's also knowing that if the gears touch together where the web's at, it's going to cut the web. Yeah. So I have to beat Harry and save Gwen. Yeah. All in a matter of a minute, maybe two minutes. Right. So a big fight scene, which I thought, again, action looked pretty good. Yeah. Say fight scenes. Harry gets hit in the head with a pipe, I think. Yeah. Doesn't he? Yeah. Uh, I don't remember how he... I, he gets knocked out. He pulls a Giles. Yeah. For anybody who's a Buffy the Vampire Slayer, it seems like Giles got knocked out every episode. So Danielle and I officially start calling it, oh, he got Giled. <laughs> <laughs> he got Giles. He, he, he pulled the Giles. Right. So he gets knocked out just as the web snaps. snaps. So Pete does the thwip and you see her falling back in slow motion. You see the web shooting out in slow motion. Now, this is where I thought it got really fucking corny, was the web kind of, the way it unfolds, looks like a hand reaching out for her. Yeah. And I'm like, fuck no. Like, <laughs> come on. Like, really, how fucking corny is that? Yeah. Like, somebody, you knew somebody in the animation department going, dude, wouldn't it look cool? We did this. It doesn't look pretty. Like, how cool is that? It looks like a hand coming out. And Mark Webb went, we can use that for dramatic effect. No, it looked fucking stupid. Right. You know, so it, he catches her around the waist. Yeah. But because of the, like, he catches her and she stops, so she kind of bows backwards, like in a, yeah. in a bow, and she slams her head on the ground. Yeah, because it's just literally like two feet from the ground. It's just enough for her to slam her head on the ground with enough force to break her neck. Yeah. And it happened, I gotta be honest. I wasn't like I, I. Everyone knows Gwen Stacy. Gwen Stacy dying in Spider Man is about as 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 knowledgeable as Bucky Barnes being with a soldier. <laughs> there should have been no like, like oh my god, you kidding, Bucky Barnes? Yeah. But when it happened, it happened so quick and so violently that even I was like, ooh, yeah, like oh, holy crap, like wow, they, I was like, holy crap, they killed up Gwen Stacy. Holy crap, they killed off Gwen Stacy in the second movie. 
Holy crap, no more Gwen Stacy. Like, holy crap, no more Emma Stone. What the? I, I, like, what? And and for sake of arguments, to go back to an argument that we had, not really an argument, but more of a disagreement, to go back to um, an argument Eric and I had, yeah. she was the only chick in the entire movie. <laughs> I mean, it was good for Felicia and Aunt May. Yeah. But they're not lead. I mean, the lead actress is Gwen Stacy in a in a barrage of male dominated movies. Boys, yeah. No one bitch, but Star Wars. Oh, not enough women. Blah blah blah. <laughs> but it, let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> they got to pick and choose their battles. That's, that's, what, I'm, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm implying, people. <laughs> so Gwen dies. He, Harry's gone. Yeah. I mean, or he's still out cold because yeah. I don't know. I don't know how he winds up in jail. Like, I'm assuming. Well, I imagine the police finally show up after, you know, and. and um, yeah, but Pete was down there holding Gwen, like, oh, no, you see, like, the blood coming out of her nose, I think it was. Yeah, kind of point, stabilized yeah. that she's dead. Because at first she thought he was knocked, she was knocked out. I thought she was knocked out, too. Right. I'm like, all right, they'll wake her up, whatever. Yeah. And then she wasn't waking up. I saw the blood. I was like, oh, no, they killed her off. I'm like, touche, Mark Webb, touche. <laughs> but I wasn't like. I had no emotional connection to the death of, Den- the death of Gwen Stacy because I knew she was going to die. Mm-hmm. It was just a matter of time when. Yeah. So I kind of well, felt. You said, you said at one point, I think it was before we saw the movie, that you didn't think it was, she was going to die. I didn't think. I think that I th- th- thought they would have waited until the third movie. Yeah. You know, because they have this grand plan for six movies and Mary Jane being cut out of the movie, you know, the scenes with Mary Jane and it were mm-hmm. cut. To focus more on the relationship between Pete and Glenn, I thought that they were going to like at least try to carry it over to one more movie. Right. So I was kind of stunned that they actually did it, but I wasn't like I wasn't emotionally like, oh my god, they killed Gwen Stacy. I, right. You know, I was like, well, she's been dead since the seventies. Like, right. like no, she, not a big shocker. Right. You know. So I, again, I was more bummed. I'm like, oh, no more Emma Stone. <laughs> like, all right. And then it's five months later. Yeah. I'm like, what? <laughs> and well, they, well, they, had the, they had the funeral scene. That's, that's yeah, the thing. Had, this is the, the, like the last montage they had. Yeah, the last sad monta- montage. <laughs> Where they had the funeral, and he basically was like the last one standing at the site. Right, and they do like the, all these cut things, like that. I guess months go by. Right, right. It like, it well, like seasons years. because they had leaves for fall, they had the snow for. Summer, yeah, but again, it only want to be in five months. Yeah, so it I mean, seemed like a year though. Because it did because they had those those cuts because he was in, in in like summer clothes and he was in winter clothes and he was back in like spring clothes. Right. But I mean, if you figure it happened during the course of the summer of their graduation, you know, like, it, and it was like five months later. So, I, I you know what I don't know. Yeah, like yeah, it did seem like it was because it wasn't five years later. It was yeah. like five months. That's right. You know, let me put it this way: he took. You know, it, it's just... Uh, he was mourning, is basically he, what he, was, that's, yeah. that's the whole point. And he decided to give up being Spider-Man. Right. You know, and while all this was going on, there's this meeting where Harry Osborn's in jail. Yeah. And now, all of a sudden, the guys who were kind of against him are now... Actually, no, it wasn't. Those guys were dead. It was the guy in the wide, bri- the black brim hat and yeah. trench coat, who I thought, at the end of Spider-Man, maybe Spider-Man 1... When he was talking to the lizard, and he's like, does he know about his father? Yeah. And he's like, no. He's like, oh, good. That guy shows up in Harry's you know, cell and basically kind of says, well, you look good because he does look better. Right. He, does, he doesn't look green. He looks kind of like he's, is that the suit worked, but the suit's not on him anymore. Right. 
but he still looks crazy. And he also knows, like, at like, no point did he decide to go, Psst, guys, guess what? Peter Parker, Spider-Man. Right. Like, it was basically like, <sighs> like this, this, he looked crazy, but he wanted to do is he told the guy in the wide brim hat, like, you look better, we'll take care of things kind of thing. Or like, was Right, there... well, he said he wanted to get a small group together. Yeah, he wanted to grab a group together to go after Spider-Man. Man, right. We'll use the special projects, and we already have our first volunteer. Yeah. And it's Paul Giamatti's character from the very the beginning, beginning of... two hours and ten minutes, two hours and 15 minutes ago. Yeah. You know, actually more like two hours ago because you had that whole James Bond opening with Mr. Parker. (laughs) (laughs) So, and then cut to the scene that everyone's seen in the trailer with Paul Giamatti in the rhino suit. Suit, right. Shooting guns, and there's a big face-off between him and the cops, and there's a crowd of people around. this I didn't get at all. I don't get the whole crowd of people, and... There's like this little kid in like a Spider-Man onesie, yeah. like pajamas. Like I'm, a, like, is it is it Halloween? Like, why is he? Well, maybe he's just a big fan, just dressed I up. I guess maybe, but yeah. no one's seen Spider-Man for five months, months at this right, point, right? And you cut to Pete being at home with Aunt May after the whole montage, like, and Aunt May is like, you know what helped me get over the death of your uncle was when I started cleaning up his stuff and putting it away. So he starts going through and starts pulling down all the pictures of Gwen right. and stuff like that, and then comes across the flash drive with a valedictorian speech. speech. Right. And now you as an audience member has already seen that speech. Yeah. And just from that, like, I'll be honest, when I heard that speech, I was like, that's when I went, they're going to kill her this movie. I didn't tell you because I already, you know, hey. but in my head, I'm just going, shit, they might kill her this movie because it was definitely one of those, like, well, I don't. You never know where life's gonna take you, but you have to live life at the moment. One of those, one of those, like, like speeches that you go, yeah, she's gonna die. Right. Like it, it's over. It's over. So Pete finally gets a chance to watch it five months later after she gets she, you know, like her death because right. he's been busy, you know, fighting Green Goblins and Electros. So you know, well, during the course of the movie, he yeah. never got a chance to yeah, watch yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. So now five months later, after her funeral. He watches it, and apparently through that speech, he decides to open up his his closet and pull out the Spider-Man suit. Right. You're like, okay, five months, at least it, he, okay, it took him less time to get over, not really over the death of Gwen Stacy, but the ability to move on a lot shorter than it took Bruce fucking Wayne to get over the fact of a chick that he wasn't banging. You know? <laughs> That's eight years for it that was one. eight years for that, that one. one. Again, I'm like... Stealing right from fucking Batman this time around. <laughs> it was like, well, I'm going to take five months off because my girlfriend got... At least he was banging her. Yeah. He said he loved her and, you know, he was responsible for her death. Yeah. Five months. He puts his suit on. You know, and at this point now, this little kid... Is standing in is front standing of... Is standing in front of... Between, between the cops and Rhino, standing there, dressed as Spider-Man. And even Rhino's going kid what are you doing yeah like come on get out of the way you know and but then he changes his mind for some reason like he still decides to attack the cops right you know and then like as the kid's kind of standing there right before you know he's just like come on like like little kids like bring it kind of one of those kind of things and then you see 
you know, Rhino's kind of like laughing at it, but then you see, see him kind of get mad, and the reason is is because Spider-Man's actually standing behind the kid, kind of yeah. going, good job, kid, I think I can take it from here. Right. And then that's where the scene is from the trailer where he starts shooting off the missiles, Pete grabs the, the manhole oh, cover, cover. Swings. swings it around to hit off all the explosions, and then the fun, you know, as he swings across the camera, end the movie. Right. And I'm just like, you're kidding! <laughs> that's it? That's it? So it fades to black, and I'm just like, okay, again, that's the point I'm going, okay, well, at least he took five months off. I mean, Bruce Wayne wasn't banging, you know, what's her name, Gil and all. Yeah. You know, and took eight years off for a chick that he wasn't banging. Like, or, at least, you know, at least Pete got his morning period in. <laughs> so you're like, okay, well, we're going to stay till the end because yeah. we know that there's like this little teaser for X-Men. X-Men, right. You know, for, I guess. That's the only reason why I can't watch the movie. Right. And then... <laughs> This scene had it been what about thirty seconds, yeah. maybe a minute, gave you nothing. Yeah, it was. It was basically. It they, was. They took a scene of the movie. I don't even. Think, I think they took a deleted scene. I'll be honest. Really? I got. I got a feeling. I hope not. I hope that's in the movie because it was. I liked it. I liked it. It was a nice scene, but it made no sense. It didn't make you like. It, it, number one, it didn't think that you were ever going to see Spider Man and X Men together. Right. It never gave you that. Number two, it didn't give you any fucking clue what was going on in that scene except for the fact that it was on a military base. Right. And the guys that that she was the only the only thing they gave me was the fact is, is that most Mystique was no longer with uh, Magneto. You don't know that. Well, she says because he's like they ask where's Magneto and she goes, oh she's like I'm a, on my own I'm on my own right yeah I yeah I don't like it didn't give you anything about what's going on it was just like right. it wasn't a, it wasn't a teaser trailer it wasn't a bumper it wasn't something that made you go oh, like oh right. i can't wait to see this movie I, I think she did like two or three changes in different people right and i'm like okay because basically if we get the rundown of the scene it was it's a military camp he she comes in as a soldier right as a, as a guy and this colonel or whatever is going through files and it's all these mutants that are there and also in military garb, right? You know, Havoc being one of them. I, I noticed. I think Havoc? I think apparently it was Havoc from what I read. Okay, one was Havoc, and one the guy with the mohawk, who I thought was a completely different character and wound up being somebody else. I think yeah. I'm like, wait, that's all right. I'm like, whatever. Right. I, I kind of. So basically, she f- kind of liberates them. Yeah. Because I think they were more like prisoners more than... Yeah, I, I think they were like, you know, like, hey, you work for us kind of deal. Right, like they were more kind of in prison, like uh, prison soldiers that mm-hmm. they like make them do stuff to... Yeah, almost makes you feel like like they were trying to loosely tie it to the Raven, you know, the Ravencroft thing because yeah. they're being experimented on. Yeah. Maybe these guys are being experimented on. Yeah, you, you, you have to take all these leaps of faith with it. Yeah, you walked out, I mean, I'm like... What the fuck did I have to do with anything? Right, and she just, like stops all the, all of the human soldiers, yeah. and then puts them on a plane, and then like kind of walks away, transforms into Jennifer Lawrence's actual look, right. with a soldier outfit, right, on. and keeps that's where she goes, I'm on my own, and then cuts uh, scene and ends, right, and then we figured, okay, well maybe there'll be another bumper, a Spider-Man bumper, nothing. Now, I know that right away, lately I've been reading stuff about people being pissed off that they're. Actually, starting a petition for a director's cut of the movie to be right, put on. I, I was about to going to say that to you because I noticed when we walked out that they didn't have the scene where they've been promoting the whole time. That's always annoys me when they do this with trailers, right? Where Pete and Harry are talking across the desk, and you see Pete's been under, you know, like Oscorp's has been surveilling, you know, has he's been under surveillance for God knows how many years, 
And Pete's like, why? And Harry's like, well, that's the million dollar question, isn't it? Yeah. Completely cut from the movie. I'm like, I think that's important. Like, That's key. That's a key point that they cut out. Then I saw that there was a bumper at the end of the movie that they cut. Really? Yeah. They had the guy, the guy in the black suit and hat. He's going through the 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 place, right. I guess, one last time or whatever. And he walks away, and where he was walking out of, there's a frozen head in, and it's it's Norman Osborn. Oh. It's Norman Osborn's frozen head in this in this thing, like as if he's going to be like, I guess you know, they pulled a who was a the baseball guy that they they saved his head, Ted, or somebody. I have no idea. That's right, you're not a sports guy. No. <laughs> yeah, basically his head's frozen in one of those special projects room. Okay. But it was just like, they cut that whole thing. And I'm like, right. uh, okay. But, yeah, I... I just, I I mean, I, I obviously didn't like the movie. You I, know, we, we gave a rating and I gave it a four and you gave it a six. I, I gave it a six because I would have given the original Spider-Man a, a four. Right. Like Amazing Spider-Man would have given a four and this I would have given it a six. I liked it. It seemed to be like every time they took a, a step forward, they took two steps back. Well, the thing I, the, the one thing I really was pondering over the last oh, like, oh, week. by the way, they still never found um, the killer of Uncle Ben. Right. Still haven't found him yet. Yeah, that that's that's like gone. Like, you know, it like was, it's like they've completely forgot about them. Right. Yeah, I, I was just like, ugh. But the thing I was gonna say is, is that I was pondering this like for the last week because you know we were yeah, talking about good. doing this and all, and I was thinking, the, I think the biggest problem with this movie is the fact it was timing. I mean, they 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 spent so much time on developing the relationship, which bothered me between Gwen and and Peter because it should have been more of. Peter coming up with a resolve. Like, he never came with a resolve. Like, all of a sudden, it was like, I can't date you because of your father. You know, I made a promise, and it's it's guilty me to, to you know, right. unbelievable feats. Right. And the thing is, is that there should have been, like, an over, like, how he overcame it within that mo- in the movie. And that never happened. So that was- I, Yeah, I don't think it is. I think what he kind of felt like, I felt, I felt like they were broken up. And then when she said she was going to be on a plane because he got it in a voicemail. Right. That I think that that's when he felt like I know what I'll do. I'll do that that typical guy grand gesture thing yeah. to prove my love for her, and that'll somehow prevent her. That'll fix everything, and she'll she won't go off to college. Right. You know. I mean, granted, they talked about it, and he said, I, "I'm going to go with you." Yeah. Which it was nice and different, but again, you. What about your responsibility to your aunt? What about your responsibilities to like you? You were. Pretty much going, you know what? Fuck it, I don't care. Right. You no, know, I'm out. I'm out. You right. know, which Pete's never really done. Yeah. You know, I mean, I get it because it's like, okay, we love each other. And we finally are back together. Everything's going to be great. Dies. Right. She dies. You know. It's and just, that's the thing too. Like, like, like I said, it's also the timing. Like, like you didn't see Green Goblin until the last. It was twenty it, minutes of the movie. Not even. I, I swear, and it was like for like a minute. Like not a minute, but it's more like it like felt a, like it was like a, a five to ten minute scene. Yeah. And it literally started right after they beat Electro. Right. And like, the, and and the thing was is that to me was is like there was no build up. I mean, granted, there was a build of him dying, but then transforming into Green Goblin yeah, and then having all these weapons and all this yeah. technology, like he knew how to use it because he looked at a file during the movie, like talking about the suit. Yeah. They, like. Yeah, there was no there was no connection on how he would know, be able to handle any of that. Right, like uh, all of a sudden he's an expert in all this kind of stuff, and you're like yeah. that. 
Like I, ne- I never got that leap of faith at all. Like you, I never you, got that connection. Yeah, you didn't learn that in boarding school, kid. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I, it just, I think they, they, I mean, obviously pulling out the, the Mary Jane stuff, obviously if you're going to be focusing on the relationship between Pete and Gwen, you don't want to have introduced the third girl. Right. So I was okay with them pulling out the Mary Jane stuff, and I personally don't think that she was good. I, I get a feeling that behind the scenes they're trying to keep, because... She was in an interview. She's like, oh, yeah, my scenes were all cut in Spider-Man. I probably won't be in Spider-Man 3. Mm. Like, she almost kind of pulled out, almost as if she either didn't like, like, she made some sort of decision or the studio went, you know, we don't like that chick. Right. You know, I think maybe because of Divergent wasn't as big as a hit as they thought, mm. and they were hoping that she was going to be, like, the next Jennifer Lawrence. Uh. And because that movie wasn't, I think they went, you know what, we can go a different way with her because yeah. that movie kind of bombed. So right. let's 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 go with somebody a little bit more famous and notable. Like, you know. So yeah, I I don't know. I mean I mean I was stunned though. Like I said, I, I, I couldn't couldn't even comprehend a thought after the movie. Like that was how bad it was. Like it was just like Yeah, I, you and I both walked out kinda like, I don't know how I feel about what right. I don't know how I feel about it. Like there are moments I liked, but then the 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 scenes that I liked there were scenes I didn't like, and they both seemed to be equal. Like, if there was, like, actually, five scenes actually, I liked, there was five scenes I didn't like. Actually, the thing is, is that, like like you said, like, well, every time he was doing the uh, Spider-Man action scenes, it was enjoyable. Right. But the thing is, is there are not enough of those scenes in the movie to string it along to make it a good movie right. overall. And that's why I think it's a four right. out you're, of the you, ten. You're kind of using action for the sake of action. You're not really driving. The, it's basically like how Transformers was. You're not really using... The spe- you're using the fight scenes just as fight scenes and not to kind of pull you through the story. story right. Like like with Captain America, you felt like they had a mission and they had to complete that mission or with the Avengers. It, like, or, hell, I mean, even Man of Steel, you felt like the action scenes were for something. Yeah. You know, yeah. Like, like Spider-Man was fighting Zod to save Earth. Right. Like Peter Parker was fighting Electro... Just because right. there was a blackout, right. like you know, it was, and then Harry, then with with uh, with Green Goblin, he was fighting Green Goblin because he picked up Gwen and flew off with her, was going to kill her, right. like that. Okay, I get that, but not only was it short, she also got killed at the end. You didn't like you didn't do it. You didn't do it. You right. fucking failed, you goober. Like at least they could at least try to save her in this movie mm-hmm. and then kill her off in the next movie like have ha- have Green Goblin come back and then finish the job she didn't have to be kicked off the you know the Brooklyn Bridge to die mm-hmm. but I mean I thought the clock tower was just as good just as good of a excuse Justine, to kill her right. off than throwing her off the Brooklyn Bridge yeah you know and I'll be honest when it comes to DVD I'll probably buy it if it's got good special features because I mean, I, I'm just going to make it part of my collection, just like the other yeah, movies that like, you know, I have that, that yeah, I know I, I don't like. That and then, <laughs> you just kind of look at it and go, I bought it because I'm a Spider-Man fan, and maybe one day I'll look at it from different eyes. Like, maybe, because, you know, the plan is, you know, six movies to bring the Sinister Six in it, which they teased during the the finale, cre- the, the final credits with the Alicia Keys song. Mm. They had... Craven symbol. They had what could be either Mysterios or the Chameleon symbol. Right. They had the Green Goblins, like part of the Green Goblins flyer. Yeah. Like there was these little Doc Ock vulture 
Um, they didn't have Sandman, thankfully, because I'm, I, you know, like you don't have to have Sandman in every fucking thing. It seems like, yeah, you know, video games or whatnot. But yeah, I, I, I really hope that maybe like the third one. By the third one, someone goes because I do felt like did felt like they did they made some improvements from the first one. Yeah, you know, yeah. I'm kind of hoping they kind of look and go, okay, this is what people liked in the first one. This is what people didn't like in the second one. Let's kind of tweak it a little. I think that they're trying to tweak it here and there. I really, I really don't think it's tweaking. They really need to do. I mean, I, I think they need to get new new writers. That's that's yeah. That's what I was gonna say. The writing is where they need to fix it. Yeah. Like they need to they need to get a totally new person, pick up a fucking comic book, or read Spider Man, or just go. You know what? I mean, the problem is it made money this weekend. Yeah, uh, it made its money, so it's it's yeah. it's a success. I that. would like to see Sony just go. You know what? We get slammed more for how bad the movie is, even though it's making money. Here, Disney, take it back. Like, right, that's what you're saying. I mean, like, but they're the, not because the they're making is, money. Though, well, I, I they thought about that too. I thought, you know what? Because that was going to be my, one of my statements was like, just give it back to Disney, let them do it. But I don't know if Disney would do a better job. I think they would. You think? I, so? I think that they could take the first two movies and go. You know what? Let's build off of that because we don't want to reboot the franchise. You know, I don't think they would want to reboot the franchise. I think they can care. I think that if you get a good third act, a good third movie where people go, holy mackerel, that's what it should have been like. Mm-hmm. The first two movies, I think that Disney would be like, we can, we can, we can still do the Sinister Sticks. We can still do this. We can now incorporate the Avengers. We can put, make Spider Man part of the Avengers. You know, well, it's the thing that would be the, the biggest thing is to have them more into the Marvel universe. Right. That would be that would make it even better. But I just think that they've got a big hill to climb with this next movie. I mean, they've got a lot of work ahead of them because I think they're just going to smather in six characters, four really. Well, well yeah, but see, the thing is, I think that they're going to make the Rhino the big bad guy for the next movie. Like, But I'm, as far as I'm concerned, you know what? I saw the Rhino. Nobody is Spider-Man. There's, right. there's no... You're, but your thing is, you're going to smather in the other characters because they're going to do probably Sinister Six in the next movie. I know. See, they were saying that they were going to... They were going to the the sixth movie was going to be the Sinister Six. Oh, really? Yeah, it was going to be. Because um, I heard I heard things that speculated. That well, everyone now is going to speculate like how because even though it made its money, it wasn't. A lot of people didn't like it. Mm-hmm. It was definitely like was when we looked at Rotten Tomatoes, it was fifty five percent. Right. So it's kind of like I think that if they rush it and put all this, like you don't have enough time. Like you need a couple more movies because you want to. You want to introduce Craven. You want to introduce, you know, um, Doc Ock. Mm-hmm. You know, you want to maybe bring in Mysterio or Chameleon, whoever it is. Like, uh, you know, or maybe save him for the sixth one. I, I don't know. Like, it's so hard. I, I don't. I don't say I don't know. I'm, I'm almost like. Well, it's the thing. I mean, they rushed in. They rushed in Goblin in the last, like, said twenty minutes in the film. You know, it was like, like it's, it was the film was almost done, and then here comes Green Goblin. That's how I feel they're going to do in the next one because yeah. they, I mean that's how they it, it, they just rush and rush and rush. Yeah, and the first movie was smattered together. You know, with uh, yeah, I, I think if they would have spread out like, or if they would have resolved Electro like halfway through the movie, mm-hmm. I think you could have been able to build off of the ha- like like. After, like, have Electro and it had the big fight with the whole, you know, that whole big battle. Mm-hmm. And by the middle of the movie, it's done and it's over with. And, you know, then kind of do the whole Gwen's deciding to go off into, you know, and then have, Harry, like, more of a story between Harry and Pete. 
I would still I would still accept the fact the whole the whole electro bit that they did, but I think that they should have put more development into Green Goblin well, earlier that, in the movie or like you know okay, was, maybe he should have shot the venom in, got sick. Right. You know, was bedridden. And like, you think, oh, Harry's out of commission. You don't have to worry right. about him. He's gone for the movie. And then all of a sudden, he comes flying in because he puts the suit on. Right. Because or or he becomes like a mysterious figure. Like, there's, like, you don't have to, like, everyone knows Harry Osborne's going to be the green. Or at least leave it kind of ambigu- ambiguous. You shouldn't have killed off Norman Osborne so soon because everyone through comic book history knows that Norman Osborne was Green Goblin. Goblin right. Harry was Green Goblin for a little bit. But it was mostly Norman. Why not have Norman be better? And people think that he's dying yeah. when actually he's been doing all this. Tar- he's been the Green Goblin the whole time. Yeah, like that kind of thing. Like almost. But I guess they didn't want to mirror Sam Raimi's version. You know. Well, they took everything else from Batman and uh, Batman and, and Watchmen. And, yeah. And, uh, you know. So it's not like they were not like they were taking original ideas and, and throwing it on the screen. They right. Taking it from everybody else. So why not take it from Sam Raimi, who did a great job? Right. Well, on those see, three movies. It's funny. I can't believe how many people are slamming the, the original trilogy. Like when people go, okay, the third one sucked. Even I will say, yeah, third one was horrible. But a lot of people go and like a lot of critics and fans say that Spider Man Two mm-hmm. was probably one of the better superhero movies. Out of that trilogy, yeah, and I, and I was reading like a bunch of no, that movie sucked. Tobey Maguire sucked as Peter Parker. And I'm like, no, no, no. I thought he was he was as spot on from the comic books as I can remember. Yeah, you know, and I think maybe maybe because I'm an older, you know, being from the Spider Man of the '70s, mm-hmm. maybe that's the reason why I kind of think he did a good job. But at the Spider Man of the '90s, I think he was more hip, cool skater dude instead of science nerd mm-hmm. like I, I don't know maybe that's the reason why people felt that toby mcguire did a shitty job because he wasn't cool hip skater web designer he was you know scientist smart kid yeah i was saying that the andrew garfield character is that kind of character though in a way right, but i don't he's still the genius kind of aspect r- of it right but, but i he's don't still know a skater you know right but i don't um, know i gotta i have to kind of reread ultimate spider-man to see if they were usually using that menu that that formula for peter instead of the 70s version yeah which i can go okay i get it but even in the ultimate spider-man he did find parker uh, ben's you know killer yeah like it was still the same origin it was just told in more modern time yeah but all right i say we call it a night we, we got what we said out yeah. there hope you enjoyed folks um you can listen to us live on sunday nights from 7 to 10 p.m eastern standard time we're 10, 7, and whenever, yeah. um, on aquanetradio.com or tune in. iHeartRadio. iHeartRadio or iTunes, iTunes Radio. Radio. Uh, go to our Geeksters Facebook page and like us. You can also go to our wordswithgeeks.com page and download pre- past, present, and even future episodes of our show. Yes. Or if you're not really sure if you can get us on that page, you can always go to the about uh, where to find us tab. Tab right on the website. And be able to get... Another link to our show. Yes, to all the all the different podcast directories you can find us. So if you have a smartphone and you have a certain app that you use for podcasts, you can find probably find us there. Right, and if you want to get a hold of Ed, you can contact him at ed at wordswithgeeks.com. or you can contact Sean at sean at wordswithgeeks.com. And even though she's not here, you can still contact Erica at erica at wordswithgeeks.com. And that's Erica with a K. You know what? Here's this is this is okay. We're, we're going to end with this. My nephew's name is Lucas, yes. right? He, the, my sister and my brother-in-law have decided to spell it 
L-U-K-A-S. So when I say, hey, my nephew, Luke, my, my nephew Lucas, Lucas with a K. <laughs> there you go. Oh, fuck. <laughs> so we'll see you this Sunday, kids. Bye. Just when you think this show is terrible, something wonderful happens. What? It ends. <laughs>